I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your host Damien Warren and Toby Harris. If our supporters want to do something nice for us, what I would recommend, Tobes, is just to resend, repeat, let everyone know what you're listening to. <laughs> Return to sender. <laughs> <laughs> or write a great review for us. Yes. That's our plug. We're trying to get That'd the plugs as quick as possible. But That's not like you. Well... You know <laughs> what's happened? I think I think I, I, a bit like the All Blacks. I'm not. I'm not feeling oh. myself right now. Let's not go there just yet. We are going to get to the All Blacks, and we're not going to pussyfoot around. We we're are going to ramble. We, we're going to get there. But first of all, we must talk about all the breaking news from around the world. Tobes. Yes. Do you want to start us yes, off? Yes, of course. So I'm just going um, European rugby for now. Well, mainly. Um, the UK. Is this to take your mind off what's coming later? Yeah. 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 And um, it's the Ulster, uh, well, the Ulster and the Pro 14, uh, they've now got a thousand spectators can come in and watch their game. So they've, they're have they selling 500 pairs of tickets. Yeah. So they have to sit together. Yeah. So it's like you and me could sit together, but that'd be nice, wouldn't it? That'd be quite romantic. We could hold hands <laughs> over a punnet of hot chips <laughs> and a beer. Oh, I tell you what, the punnet of hot <laughs> chips is doing <laughs> it for me. told you, right? <laughs> it wasn't you holding had me band. a <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, last week, sorry, 2nd of November, so a couple of weeks ago, they had 600 spectators. So they've bumped it up 400 more. So hopefully in sort of the coming months or weeks even, they keep on sort of yeah. upping the... I just think I just think wear a mask. Some of those quick fire tests get people back in. That's a lot of money though, eh? Well, I reckon if you like those quick fire tests, I think about fiver. I reckon if you part of the ticket, how accurate are they? Well, they're accurate enough, aren't they? Yeah, maybe. So you know, you you wear a mask and and you do one of those quick fire tests, then happy day. I just think get people back in. Yeah, but don't, as I quick wouldn't as say sar, like plug them in like sardines. No, 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 I wouldn't say that, but I'd say maybe if you had 40,000 40, seat stadium, do 20,000 seats. Do you mean half it? It yeah. just, I mean, a thousand, it's still better than nothing. Yeah, I agree. But. It'll be about echoey. Well, at least you got, I mean, the players are, that um, I've, I've, you know, listened to a lot of interviews and stuff and the players are really struggling without the spectators being there you know they go into rugby to entertain people and you know entertaining people on tv isn't the same isn't the same because you can't hear the reaction so yeah great 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 to see great to see and and, i mean it's coming slowly but surely and and you know what it might actually make people more likely to go out to live matches now because they've missed it so much yeah i agree 
Oh, I feel a bit bad about saying this, but woeful Wales. Ooh. What has happened to last year's number one ranked rugby team? Now, they were ranked number one for literally about six hours, <laughs> but they were ranked number one, yeah. and they, they have there. fallen from... Where are they now? They're like 10th. 10th. They're not 10th. They are. They've, they've gone behind Argentina, who were 10th. So maybe they're not 10th, but they're definitely nowhere near first place and actually they should be about 10th as well I would say or in saying that the All Blacks would give them a good run for their money at the moment wouldn't they well don't I won't tell you the top three because that's in one of my other bits but but you know you look at you look at basically what's happened you've got Gatlin that's left you've had a few bad injuries yeah you've got another coach that left we spoke about last week yeah the defense coach has left well yeah yeah. you know the defense coach has gone to Sean Edwards has gone to France So a lot, lots changed, and I think they need to start again. I think they need to rebuild. They need to get rid of people like Lee Halfpenny. They need to get rid of all the old guard, the ones that aren't really going to be like Lee Halfpenny. Still a good player, but is he going to be a real impact at next Rugby World Cup? No, he's not an impact now, not. is he? No. So I think you just got to bite the bullet and say if you're not going to be playing your best rugby at the World Cup, yeah. then we've got to look for the youth. Don't come. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of guys that are, that are hanging on to their places, and it was dreadful on the weekend. It was a quite tight match in reality when it came to the score line until they on, but Ireland completely and utterly dominated the game, and Ireland aren't that good. Well, did Wales score? Well, they didn't score. I don't think they scored a try, did they? No. You know. So they've lost six in a row after going on a run of 15 out of 16. Yeah. Six in a row is not that good, is it? <laughs> it's not that good. <laughs> no, you wouldn't want and to be Wayne, and Wayne like, Pivak, would we're you? We're wanting to, you know, slaughter the All Blacks for losing two in a row. Hey, mm. by the way, mate, I did a bit of research over the weekend. Oh, yeah. I can tell you the last time oh, yeah. they uh, lost to right? It was just the other day, mate. Oh, that, <laughs> that was dumb. That was dumb. I don't like you. Right, moving on swiftly from that 2011. Before the World Cup. <laughs> 2011, yeah. It was South before Africa. the World Cup, wasn't it? Yeah. And then we won it. <clears throat> anyway... Um, Sonny Bill Williams. Love He's the sort story. of gone Love the story. off the rails, hasn't he? Well, off the rails, off the radar, more like it. So he was playing in um, Canada. Well, he's playing for the Canadian franchise, wasn't he? Who play in the UK. Yeah. The UK Rugby League. Which he didn't actually ever play for because... No. Well, he did play for them. I think he played a but, few games yeah. and then COVID hit and he still goes 10 mil. Fantastic. Yeah, happy days. Um, but he's joined the... Uh, Channel Channel Nine, Channel Nine, uh, Australian pundits, the commentary <laughs> team of I, 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 anything. I love this because have, have you ever heard a interview with Sunny Bill? Uh, Sunny Bill, uh, <laughs> it was a great offload, and we scored in the corner. It was a good try, eh? <laughs> oh, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be a yeah, man, yeah. my bumper. <laughs> hey, it's a good, it's a good kick from the corner from him. Great try. Oh, dreadful. So, uh, Sunnyville, Sunnyville, can you just recap what's going on at the moment? Oh, I don't know much about rugby, bro. Uh, I just look at myself in the mirror. I look good. Um, could he still play? Oh, my, I don't And what level? What level could he play? Oh, I mean, he's a great super specimen, rugby? isn't he? He could still play super rugby, couldn't he? We actually need a bit of Sunny Bill, don't we? He's just isn't that quick anymore. No. And, you know, the offload game, everyone's doing the offload. Yeah. So he's no longer that got this guy. weapon that no mm. one else has. Oh, I mean, I love, I love the or story, would it be though. good for like a Highlanders or something like that? Or even the Mitre 10 Cup. I'm not even... good for the struggling Canterbury team? I think... <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> good, eh? <laughs> uh, I think Sonny Bill would be a good man to have around the team. Yeah? You know, the experience that he's had, you know, but it is a bit... He's of, a journeyman. It, it's always been the Sonny Bill Williams show, hasn't yeah. it? Could he get back into boxing? No. He got his title I, taken I, off look, him listen, because he wouldn't listen, fight. I... 
I, I can't wait to hear him on TV. No. I hope that he proves me wrong. Just to giggle at him. But, you know, I think it could be very limited. No, hey, good on. Well, the broadcasting rights have just gone up anyway. Well, that, 100 million. Yeah, I know. It's not, Three year it's, deal. Mate, it's, it's not that good. So, Sunny Bill will get 50 million of that. Channel 9. Yeah. They've painted the picture that there's going to be a lot of free-to-air rugby on TV. Yes. It's yeah. not really the case. No. They're not going to have that much rugby. Not all the games are going no, to be played. No, was it a handful of games or yeah. something like that? So, a little bit of a inflated yes. story, you might yeah. say. But still good on Sonny Bill Williams. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, next story up, mate. Pumas make an absolute mockery of Springbok's decision. Fans turn on world champions following Pumas' historic win over the All Blacks. Do they have a point? Of course they do. They do, don't they? Of course they do. The only We've different- talked about this, though. The, the Pumas had literally nothing to lose going into this match. And they played fantastic. We're going to talk about that later. Now, would would the Springboks have had something to lose? Now, yes, yes it would have arguably. taken the shine off. But I don't think anyone would have expected them to come over. No. And do well. And win the competition. No. So I still think they wouldn't have anything to lose in reality. Yeah. But they have, for their player safety, shied away from from playing in the competition. But it does make them look a little bit silly now. Pumas, unbelievable. Um, I mean, you know, could the could have could the odds have been stacked any further against them? I would like to know how much they Pumas were paying. Were paying yeah, yeah to a win. lot. Huge amount, hey. Surely, I reckon if you had to put one quid on them, it, you would have you would have been a very rich man. I mean, they must have, must no, have been paying have been. hundreds. No, really, no. They had no chance. No. <laughs> so the All Blacks were probably about one ten to win. Wow. So if you put a quid on, you get ten p back. I reckon they would have been maybe. Four quid, four fifty. No for your way. Quid. Yeah, for your quid. Oh, that's so bad, eh? Do you know what I mean? Like they had absolutely no chance, and they did it. I mean, I could be wrong, but we are going to talk about that game in great detail. Yeah, great which detail. Which we're really or just looking forward to <laughs> recutting not, up in the not words. Not too much detail. Um, <clears throat> so, All Blacks have announced that three players are leaving uh, the squad following the Argentina loss. Now, that's kind of like the headline. Yeah. Now, if you read a bit deeper into that article... Can, can I stop you there? Yes, of course you can. When I read that, I thought, oh, who are they getting rid of? Yes. You know, oh, which big players? You tell us what actually is well, happening. Offa Tuangafasi, he got a red card, I think. Suspended. Yeah, he's, so he's... An, you know, Do you know what? He, he's he's taking up a hotel bed. They're paying for it, eh? Yes. So you might as well send him home. Yeah. Get home early to the family. Yeah. Uh, then you've got... Uh, Duplessis Karifi, yeah, who was, this? who was sort of a fringe. He was yeah. there, thereabouts. Yeah. Uh, and then Peter Umanga Jensen, he did play. Yes, he did, and he did yeah. okay. I think that's actually a bit of a a weird one, that yes. one, because I think they need to change up that midfield. I agree. And he might have been mm. someone that you... He could have been that spark. Wow, yeah. Potential spark. Um, so they've they've sort of... They've sent home fringe players, suspended players, and that was always going to happen, apparently. Whether or not Fozzie has told the truth to us there or not, but they haven't sent home the core team no, or core I mean, players. Yeah, I mean, it sort of makes it out that, you know, they lost to Argentina and yeah. players have been punished. Yes, correct. Oh, yeah, I mean... Some players do need to be put back in their place, but um, poor headline. And poor and headline. and and we are going to talk about Fozzie now. At worst fears realised, Ian Forster had to win over the fans after a suspect appointment, but has failed to do so. He has. Now I've I've hung my hat on the fact that I didn't think he was the right man. No. And I am still incredibly sad that I've been proven right. But I thought this article summed it up really well, which was this. New Zealand 
have no evidence of being able to unlock a defense. That is his biggest problem. Yeah. He has been in charge of the the attack for a number of years, and we do not seem to be able to open up a defense in first, second, third, or fourth phase. No. We literally can only open up defenses from broken play. And we are the world's best. But if you are a team and you can stop us from turning over the ball, then we have no weapons. No, it makes it very easy for the opposition. It does. He No new ideas. No. And he has never been able to pick a back line. You know, you'd go back to the World Cup. The back line that they played for England was a complete, you know, different backline than they they played six, seven months earlier. Yeah. So in six and seven months, he'd completely changed his backline going into World Cup. We went from having Bowden Barrett playing at 10 to Richie Mwanga playing at 10 and having this double pivot. We went from having Ryan Crotty and Sonny Bill Williams in the, yeah. in the midfield to Goodhue and, and um, Antolina Brown. Swapping it up far too much. You know, Where's the consistency? Rico Iwani won't playing on the wing. No. Yeah, it's bizarre, man. Yeah. Some of the things he's done is bizarre. Is he a good coach? I'm sure he is. But they need to start from scratch. They they need, need a new coach, and they need to redistribute their players in, with a game plan in mind. And, yeah. and this is the thing that, that I've not seen from the All Blacks, is a clear game plan when it comes to attack game plan but just fresh ideas we look a bit stagnant you know at times on the weekend we just we didn't have that oomph we weren't running onto the ball like we normally do we weren't making that gain line Argentina brought the game Absolutely, they were fantastic yeah, yeah. I mean the the, the 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 article here goes on and it's, it's absolutely right basically it looks like the NZRFU had already decided that he was going to do the job Scott Robinson was brought in just to make it look like there was some competition. But in reality, if the feelers had gone out like yeah. they should have, people like Joe Smith, Jamie Joseph, Dave Rennie, Tony Brown, you would imagine they would have put their hats in the ring. Yeah. But they would have heard that actually it's a, it's a signed deal. There's no There's point no going chance, for it. Yeah. And, you know, you feel sorry for Scott Robinson because whether or not you think he was the right guy or not, he is definitely a heck of a lot better than yeah. what's happening at the moment. And I, I, it won't change, mate. You know, no. We're not going to go from here and, and you know, everything's going to be... The problem is at the top. The problem is with the coaches. It's, and the players that are on the pitch, if you're picking Antonin Brown in your, at 13, he's not going to bust a, bust a, uh, a back line in half, no, is he? No, that's right. So you got, you know, horses for courses, mate, and we're picking the wrong horses. Yeah, yeah I agree, but that's not breaking news. <laughs> no, it's not, but your next story is. Yes. He'll definitely be an asset. Do you know who I'm talking about? Michael Checker. Yeah, well, you do know because you've got it in front of you, don't you? Go, where'd he go? Okay, so. <laughs> you asked the question. <laughs> Michael Checker. Was he good for Australia? He was when he first turned up, yeah. He, exactly, yes. He was good. But then he sort of dwindled out, fell out of, I don't know, no one really liked him in the end. Do you think he's good in that? He, do you know what he brings? He brings, a lot of, he brings a lot of knowledge about how Southern Hemisphere rugby is played. You know, the Aussies play the All Blacks more than anyone else. Yeah. He's obviously coached the Aussie, so the Argentinians are going to know how Australia play in and out. Arguably, they're going to know how New Zealand play in and out. Well, that was proven on the weekend. Yeah, he's going to be a real asset because I think he's actually going to be a very good assistant coach, not yeah. not having the limelight, yes. not, ha- not having to deal with the not press. Not having all that pressure as well, you know. He didn't really win with Australia in the end, but he's winning ways here. Oh, yeah. So far. So far, do you think that they can go on and win the Tri Nations? Huge call. Huge well, it's not really, call. Said, 
do you think? I'm not making a call. Oh, I'm it's asking a good question. you. Huge question. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you see? You think Australia are going to do it? No, New Zealand will still win. How are they going to win? They've only got one game left. Yeah. So you think that Australia think will be Australia will be Argentina? It will and then be. We'll be Argentina. No, we'll, we've got. Oh, no, we've, we've got only Argen- got Argentina. Mate. Yeah, well, then we'll be Argentina. <laughs> be very interesting, won't it? Be hugely interesting because, you know, if Australia win the Tri Nations, it'd be it'd be massive for them. Yeah. If Argentina, it'd be, huge. Win, it'd be huge for them. If New Zealand win it, we've got out of jail. Big we time. have got out of jail. I agree. Big, big, big time. That's is breaking news, my well, man. I thought you got one more, but we. I do have one more oh, right down s- the bottom. Oh, we were going to talk over next year's Super Rugby format. Oh, we're right. going to leave that right to the end. Shall we go over the weekend's matches, Tobes? I'm going yes. to do the New Zealand Mitre Ten Conference. You said you had some uh, music. Yeah, no, it didn't work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll use that next week. It worked before, but it didn't work right now when I pressed it. So anyway, first game up, the Cantabs oh, beat Auckland by one point. And did. what a game it was. Village. Huge kick. Auckland, you had one job. I thought Auckland were going to put out like a second team. They didn't. Put out their full dogs. And Canberra, I mean, it was a great game of rugby, mate. It was a... What about a fifty odd meter kick to to win it? Really, still had about nine minutes left, but Canterbury by one point was uh, was a r- true reflection of of the game. And you know, sixty seven points scored. And even better game was the Bay of Plenty beating yeah. North Harbour. So if North Harbour had a one, they were going to go into the playoffs. Wellington would have gone to the bottom. Yeah. But they lost, and so therefore North Harbour are relegated. Taranaki, a very, very slight loss to the Hawks Bay, 33-34, so another great game. Otago turning over, no, sorry, Otago just losing to Tasman. Northland winning against Waikato, which is a surprise. Wellington, a great win over Manawatu, 31-5. Counties Manukau, 25, and Southland, 17. So Auckland... Tasman, Bay of Plenty and Waikato in the playoffs this weekend. Good on them. But most importantly, the Crusaders stay in the Premiership. Well, they're not the Crusaders, are they? Sorry, the Canterbury team stay in the Premiership. You want to go and do the internationals? I will. Uh, England lost. Oh, uh, damn it, they didn't. (laughs) England won 40 points to zero. In all honesty, I thought it would be a bit more, but we won't go there. Uh, Scotland uh, beat Italy 28-17. Ireland thumped Wales 32-9. Um, I just, and I, I don't, don't think there were any other no, international no, no matches. No, no other international matches, mate. <laughs> New and the Zealand's lost. Yeah, the New 25-15. And we're lucky to get 15. Yes, I agree. Lucky to get 15. Can I go back? Um, no. England, Georgia. What are Georgia doing in that competition? I think Georgia are there to give um, Wales a good game. Because they're, they're, they're like, it's chalk. I mean, even it's, I mean, this is going to prove Italy's point. Italy, I would be so surprised if Italy don't thump them. Well, I'm surprised England only put 40 points past them. Yeah, I agree in with you. In all them. honesty. Yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely agree with you. And, and we are going to go over in depth the New Zealand and Argentina. I've said this a number of times. So we're not dodging that bullet. But we do look at the rugby championship or the Tri-Nations. And we do see New Zealand still on the top with six points. And Argentina and Australia are tied for second place on four points. So it's all going to come down to the last few matches there. It's actually really close. It is. Super Rugby Unlocked. Maybe Can I just Argentina say, will win. Oh, <laughs> no. crap. <laughs> um, Stormers v. Cheetahs. Stormers are handsome win over the Cheetahs. But, mate, the Griquas, 33 points. To 34 to the Sharks. So that's three games over the weekend that were 33-34. Yeah, and um, I felt really, really sorry for the Griquas because they should have won it. It would have been great to see them, but, their maiden But win. Bosch, Bosch, Koo and Bosch, He's Bosch won over well. from a long way away again to win it. 
So we look there and we've got the balls at the top, stormers, sharks, cheetahs, lions, pumas, and griquas at the bottom. But I have to say, when we talk about world rugby and we watched the Super Rugby Aotearoa competition and we thought, wow, how good are New Zealand? They can't hold a candle to the South African boys at the moment. Can they not? The South African forwards offload here, offload there, offload everywhere. They've got size, they've got pace. The only thing that I might question is, do they have enough experience Hmm. in key positions? We'll have to wait and see. But that but could, in, and sometimes in three years that can, time. But sometimes that can be quite good. Yeah. Like right now, because they fling it and ying it. And oh, they've mate. got no, you know, they've got no perception of how difficult or how good another player is. They just sort of go out there, right, we're playing that team. You know how, you know, you know how New Zealand has dominated world rugby for, for 10 for, years? Forever. Something like, something like that, yeah. Let's be honest, yeah. for, a, for a very long time. Yeah. No longer. I think South Africa, South Africa are going to dominate you world rugby. You have no faith. You have it's no about, faith. It's not about that I don't have any faith. I'm just so impressed with what I'm seeing on weekends with Super Rugby Unlocked. Yeah, but remember, they're playing other South African teams. Yeah, and half of their players are playing in Europe. It would be interesting for them to play a New Zealand team. Correct. Or an Australian team. Yeah. Because... And again, but these New guys, Zealand are the benchmark in world rugby. These guys, and this is one of the things that I was going to talk about when it came, what caught my eye. These guys are playing a different style of rugby that I haven't seen from South Africa before. Yeah, but will it work? Yes, it might not work. It will. Because yeah, but it might not work. Yeah, I promise you, you it will. You just don't mate. know. They're absolute man mountains who run like sub 11 second hundreds. Well, then you're looking, you're looking at the Argentinian team because they were huge on the weekend. They were we huge. don't have, like you say, man mountains. I honestly, I, I'm I'm going to quake the in my boots, Ar- mate. The Argentinian number eight was Monster. huge. The Argentinian number seven was Holy huge. Holy cow! Argentinian number six was huge. Oh dear lord! <laughs> Let's talk about it. What caught your eye over the weekend? New Zealand are no longer in the top two of the world rankings. They've, now, did you've you never know, been third before. Yes, they have. We've never been fourth before. This is our low oh, this is our lowest ranking. Yes. Since the ranking started. Yes. That's depressing. So we, eh? we have been third before. Okay. But only very fleetingly. Now England are second after beating Georgia. Georgia. I'm not so sure about that one. <laughs> It'd be interesting going forward because obviously the world rankings, South Africa are going to stay there. Yes. By all accounts, until they play. Yeah, which <laughs> So if they never play again, <laughs> they'll forever be, be world top. number one. So if we, it's, if we beat someone in the top 10, then we'll go above. Well, is, that's how it works, isn't it? How does it even work? Oh, mate, it's all... Well, you'd, you'd imagine if we beat Argentina, because now they're in the top 10. Yeah then hopefully we should go. But England are going to play quite a few more games, aren't they? Yes, they are, yeah. So they're going to gain their, their points. Could Ireland overtake us? No. Please, no. I'm not no. sure where they are. Imagine Ugh. if we dropped to four. No. Crikey. Uh, for me, Canterbury stayed up. One point win. What a game. What skill level. I have to say, Super Rugby... Um, Super Rugby... A, um, Aotearoa was really good. Mighty Ten Cup, spit it out, Mighty Ten Cup, great rugby. Yeah, it's really entertaining, and and you you thinking future's bright. Mate, there you go. You've <laughs> literally just contradicted yourself. No, New Zealand are brilliant at the <laughs> lower level. South Africa, I haven't seen anyone play like that ever. <laughs> yeah, there you go. South Africa have got basically you'll what probably New, watch, New Zealand. Buddy, you, you'll watch uh, an Australian school, but. You know, 2032's <laughs> World Cup squad right there, Toby. <laughs> South Africa have got what New Zealand have got, just with more power and pace. Do you know I, what I, mean? I have to agree with you. The Mitre 10 Cup looks brilliant. There's young talent and, you know, how young they are, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's happening, though? All of these overseas teams have, have looked at the Mighty Ten Cup and gone, I'll have him, I'll have him, 
I'll have him, thanks. No, not yet. They're too young to go, right, I'm chasing the money. At that age, you're going, right, I'm going to make the All Blacks. No, nah, mate, at that nah. age, you're thinking about the beer in the bar after the game, mate. And the women. <laughs> All the men. Oh, yeah. All it's, the men. It's, uh, yeah. Maybe you do. Um, but there's been loads of really, really close games. And, you know, and I've put here the um, the, the not-so-good teams are doing well. Poverty Bay. Poverty Bay. Bay of Plenty, sorry. North Harbour, who normally do not do very well, have been beating the better teams. I mean, even Taranaki. Everyone's had their, everyone's had their moment in the yeah, sun, haven't exactly. they? exactly. You know, Otago have won the Ramfrey Shield. Yeah. Hawks Bay won the Ramfrey yeah. Shield. Bay of Plenty still haven't won the Ramfrey Shield. Yeah, but they Poverty there. Bay have. Poverty Bay. Are on the Shield. Are they really? I d- do they steal it? I've pulled it. <laughs> Mate, you can't say that. Did they you steal can't. it and then just change their name? <laughs> Took it up the coast. <laughs> Mate, uh, I've got here international crowds. You know, watching these these Rugby Nations Cup, what a stupid name that is for a competition as well. No crowds. And, and blatantly, Wales need a crowd. Yes. They need those local... Farmers and you know, low, you know the Welsh from the valleys to to you know get them crying in their national anthems and stuff. Yeah, where's the passion? Well, there's you know, been. Alan Wynne Jones has been talking about you know we're, we're passionate for the jersey. Yeah, but are you? You're saying that, but we're not seeing it. You know where we saw a lot of passion, Matera. What guy? Yeah. He's in my team, but referee. He's, Listen, I'm the referee. He's in my I, team. You're you're Matera. I'm the referee. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now look over him. You're the captain, Matera. You're the captain. Just calm down. What is he saying? He said, "I'm playing for my country." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they disrespect me. Yeah, that's right. They disrespect Jersey or something. Fantastic. He was immense. Yeah, you talk right. about passion, playing for your country. Yeah. That's what the Welsh normally do. Maybe, maybe that's what maybe make a difference. Would, you maybe, know? What, maybe that's what they're lacking. Yeah, France have a huge win over Fiji, who were sitting on the sofa. What do you mean? I didn't get the story. Ah, so the Fijian team, yeah, are quarantining, and because they couldn't play, then the French team automatically get a twenty-four nil win. Right. So they get a bonus point win. They get a bonus point win. Yes. It's interesting you say that because you did say I had another story, yes. didn't I? And I did. Yes, you did. Because blatantly the whole Fijian team are now self-isolating. Yes. That kind of means that they won't play in the tournament. No. Which is pointless. Which I don't get. Well, you know, they've been I, invited in this tournament. Yeah. Why didn't Fiji and rugby get there two, two sort of two two weeks earlier? Maybe. Well, I think they, they did, mate. But I just think that old Simi and the boys decided that they'd do a barbarians, oh, yeah. and probably go out and mingle with the the local uh, wahine, the local <laughs> ladies, um, and found themselves with a bit of COVID. Yeah. Spreads like wildfire, that thing. It does. So, I mean, it's a real shame because I think it Fiji would have done they good, done good okay. things in this. In this and they, yeah. this is that this was the... And again, no real pressure on them. No, and this is what they wanted. This is yeah. what they've been angling for for a number of years. So it's a real shame that they couldn't make the most of it. It is a shame. I wonder when they'll start playing. Does your little article say? Well, they are due to play again on the weekend so they're blatantly going to miss that game oh, and they're, they're, they're in the bid to play Italy on Saturday which they won't play <clears throat> well they've got COVID testing tomorrow yes. and Wednesday yeah shall we go for our first listeners question yeah hang on I need a, um. oh what was the 20 million is that what Fiji and rugby get for a 20 million Amazon televised match Ooh. sorry 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 <laughs> Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm trying to find it now. Okay. Uh, are you... Do you want me to do it? Well, I was just going to do it, mate, and and pad the, the awkward 
uh, conversation oh, that we've just had. Oh. But now that you now that you finally got yourself oh, sorted, you've been you that can, guy, are you? you? Yeah, I am you've that, been guy. that guy. I'm that guy. Wow. I always knew you that guy. To be fair. <laughs> Hi guys. I woke up on Saturday and could not believe my eyes. Argentina had beaten the mighty All Blacks. My question to you is, how did they do it? And is this the end of the All Black rugby dominance? And that is from Seb Parker in the UK. Can I just get out, is is this the end of New Zealand's dominance? I think that's that ended last year, maybe the year before. We are still... We we're, are still we're the still benchmark. A good, no, we're still a good team. We are still the benchmark in world rugby. I disagree. I okay. Let's go back. If you're the dominant team, yeah, you'd go into most matches. I never said we were the dominant team. No, it's it's Hayes here. Yeah, Is he it the end that. of the yes. All Black dominance? Yes, and I said we are still the benchmark. It doesn't mean that we're dominating every single game because we've lost two in a row. Yes, but we've That's, also mate, but we've to lost to, we've lost to, we've lost against Australia, who are yes. in a rebuilding phase, which is the nicest possible are we not? way. No, we're not. Are we not? No, well, we don't look like it. we've got the same players as we had in the World Cup and the World Cup semis. We're not rebuilding, are we? Well, no, I guess. Well, we are. Well, no, we should be. We should. But we're be, not. Yeah. But we're sending people that potentially could be in that team home, aren't we? That could be. Yeah. That could be rebuilding with them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But have we lost our dominance? I think we lost yes. our dominance. And the reason I say that is because we used to have a bit of a fear factor. We're playing the All Blacks. We've got no chance. Let's just keep the score low. Right? That's what teams used to think. Yeah. We've got no chance of beating them. Ireland have beaten us recently. Yeah. England have beaten us recently. South Africa have beaten us. But we kind of expect that. Australia will beat us every now and then because we play them so much. But for Argentina to beat us... There won't be teams fearing us anymore. The people will be thinking, if Argentina can do it, so can we. And up until now, possibly that hasn't quite happened. You know, Ireland beating us gave people a little bit of hope, like with your Welsh and your Scots and things like that. But Argentina, a lot of a lot of teams would say, we could beat Argentina. We, we would expect to beat Argentina. And if, if they can do it, so can we. So that's the first thing. I think we have lost our dominance. And I think South Africa will be more dominant than us moving forward. And I think England in the short term will be more dominant than us as well. Will will teams turn around from the All Blacks loss this weekend knowing that we've lost two in a row and go, that's, you know, the All Blacks don't do that. They're going to absolutely go out hammer and tongs for the next game and are Argentina going to go you know they're going into this week playing Australia they'll prepare for that but then going into the All Blacks next game will they then go here we go we're in for an absolute rip snorter now New Zealand are going to throw absolutely everything I don't think there's any players in that All Blacks team maybe barring two or three that opposition go oh how are we going to how are we going to stop him name those two or three Aaron Smith. Yeah, agreed. Richie Mawaya. Yeah. Sam Kane. I think he's been really, really solid. And maybe Adi Severe. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah, yeah, I you agree. Know? I agree. There's no one in that midfield that going, you know, Conrad Smith. He he wouldn't miss a tackle. Manono. Yeah. Defensively brilliant. Sonny Bill when he was playing, you know. Both attackers, and you know, we've got nothing, we've got no potency in that middle. And not even out wide. We used to have the best back three, you know, the world's ever seen. And, yeah. and now you'd say, well, South Africa probably got a stronger back three. But then we're putting, you know, we're, we're either putting um, oh, Rico yeah. in well, the middle. Oh, well, yeah, don't even go Rico there. on the wing. We should try him in the at prop, maybe. Might do a good job there. Mays is, a he, well, he's a centre, isn't he? But anyway, so, that, so we lost the dominance. Yeah. But how did Argentina win? There's a couple of things. To beat the All Blacks, you need good players. And their players stood up against the ABs in every position. Like you say, no fear. No fear. And no one let the team down. I looked at the player rankings and every single player 
in the Argentinian side got rated seven or more? Nine out of ten. Yep, for Matera. And he <laughs> I'd did, go ten out of ten. <laughs> I'd go ten out of ten too. In the All Blacks, not one player gained a total of more than six. Six being the highest ranking, which was Sam Kane. Most players were at threes and fours, Tobes. Now, God, that's bad, eh? What I do not want to do here is I do not want to say that Argentina were good, New Zealand were rubbish. That's not the truth of it. That's not the reason why Argentina won. Argentina were fantastic, and New Zealand weren't good, but they weren't good because Argentina were fantastic. Yes, I agree. So that, that's the first thing. We're not taking anything away from Argentina. Absolutely nothing. So the first thing is you need good players. They've got good enough players. The second thing is you need a good game plan. Yes. And their game plan was very simple. Stop New Zealand getting quick ball. Kick your points when they're on offer. And give them no chances and turnovers. Yeah? They did all of those things. And yeah. they did them not for... 40 minutes like a lot of teams do. They did it for the full 80 or 90 minutes. Well, there were a couple of teams or a couple of, um, we had a bit of a conversation before the game and I sort of said to you, especially after that first 10 minutes, I was like, look, Argentina are going to be up for this, but they'll tire within 50, 60 minutes. Yeah. And then you saw <coughs> Nicolas Sanchez and said, oh, yeah, he's way past it. He's way past it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> How good did he play? Yeah, oh, he's amazing. They stopped the quick ball. They got in they our did. faces, didn't they? they? Did. Yeah. You know, I know we got done for niggling, but they weren't up for the niggle, and you need to do that. Sanchez kicked pretty much every goal yep. barring one, scored a try as well, and they didn't miss a tackle for the for seventy five minutes. Now you know it's unbelievable. They yeah. got up, and then the next thing is to beat the All Blacks. You need to. Pressed them real hard in defence. And they did. And they did that all game. It looked easy, though. Well, do you know what I did for fun? This is how unfun my life is right now. (laughs) I actually watched back New Zealand semi-final against England for the first time. New Zealand played better in that game than they did. As in, they had more opportunities against England than they did against um, Argentina. Because Argentina... Stuck to their game plan. Yeah. And and every single player bought into their game plan. They didn't overpass the ball. They didn't throw offloads. They just kept it real simple. They were very direct in attack. They wore New Zealand down. And they actually said, you know what? We're going to hack you off. We're going to put you under pressure. You're going to give us penalties. We're going to kick them. That's how we're going to win the game. Simple. Australia. Uh, Australia pretty much did the same thing in the yeah. first game, but lost their rag just at the end. You think back, England did the same thing to us in that semi-final, and Ireland frustrated us in the game in Chicago. If you want to beat New Zealand, play like Argentina, because it's pretty simple. You've got to win the physical game, Tobes. Oh, you're talking. Oh, it's because you've made loads of notes down here. Right, you got to win I'm, the physical. Game. And did they win the physical game? Yeah, of course they did. They had some absolute monsters, didn't they? Ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. I mean, how much bigger were they than the New Zealand team? They made Sam Kane, who's not a small fellow, look small. <laughs> look real small. <laughs> yeah, Adi Sevilla looked like Tiny. a back. Yes, but Adi Sevilla, I don't think, is that big. Is no, he? no, true. You know, he's a small, small late. Did Hoskins Satutu play better than him? I thought Hoskins Satutu offered more than Artie Sevilla. If Hoskins Satutu hadn't passed that ball into touch, I reckon it would have been a different game. Do you reckon that they may have crumbled under the pressure right at the end? Potentially, yeah. Yep. But we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Now, the other thing that the Argentinians did very, very well on the weekend was set piece. They dominated the scrum and they won all of their own ball in the lineouts and they nicked a couple of New Zealands as well. So all of these things are easy to say, yeah. hard to do. But the truth of the matter is New Zealand can't unlock an organised defence because their attacking lines are very basic, very basic. 
I think New Zealand had the wrong players playing in poor positions with a poor game plan. What was New Zealand's game plan on the weekend? Fling and wing it. No idea. No, wouldn't have a clue. What was Argentina's game plan on the weekend? Well, to get in our face. To get in our face. Yeah. To kick. Their kicking was excellent. We They competed for the ball in the air better than us. The contact area and the breakdown. Yep. They controlled that breakdown perfectly. And scoreboard pressure as well. Yeah. They just kept on knocking over their, their kicks. And it was a masterclass of how to beat the All Blacks. Yeah. Fair play to them. They were Agreed. better than us, that's for sure. Agreed. My worry is that every international team will look at that and go, well, that's just how you do it. Well, we'll find out. Time will tell. Time will tell. You've got a question for me, though, Tobes. Oh, I do. So my question, which decade would you most want to play your rugby in? Okay, so we're going uh, 1990 to 2000, 2000 to 2010, 2010 to 2020, or the future? If I'm thinking about... If you hang on, okay. If I'm thinking about criteria. enjoyment, yes, we'll go that one first. Definitely the nineties. Would you go nineties? Yeah, they had those really warm shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you never got cold on a Saturday. No one was there, too big. <laughs> no, no one went to the gym. You know, it was it was an amateur game. You yeah. played in front of big crowds. You know, you, you know, you played in front of like eighty thousand people because there yeah. was they were standing. Yeah, you know, standing crowds. There was beer on the on terraces. The, sitting on the sideline. You, you went for you went for a beer after the game. Yeah. There was all the niceties about the nineties. Yeah. Then you move into the two thousands, and and it started to get a little bit more serious. Yeah. And there wasn't that much money around, so nineties was an amateur game in reality. Um. And so therefore, you played for the love of it. But yeah. And then in the two thousands, you played for money, but there wasn't a lot of money. No, that's right. So it was a I'm professional gonna, game that wasn't that professional, money-wise. No. Whereas if I'm going to go money and I'm going to go traveling around the world, well, you'd go future, wouldn't you? You go or you go now and in the future. But what's the future going to give it? You know what? what what's the future going to look like for rugby, for sport in general? Is it going to get back to normal, or are we going to have to sit two meters apart from everyone? With you know, we have our own punter hot chips. Which oh, would be we fantastic. couldn't want our own. Well, yeah, that, that's what it does. There's, a, there's a silver lining you, to every cloud, isn't there? Would you have some tea sauce? Oh, man, I have loads of tea yes. sauce. I'd have a bit of mayonnaise as well. Nah, awful. You can have your own punnet. <laughs> yeah, so definitely for me, I'd go 1990s for enjoyment. Yeah. What about you? I'd go 2010s, so 2010 to 2020. Is that just because that's what you grew up with? And grew I, up with let's be honest, I grew up with the 90s, didn't I? Yes. So I well I kind of grew up two thousands two thousand tens, but you know two World Cups and also I wouldn't have wanted to be there, watching England would lift the World Cup but and you were mate you picked the two thousands, no two thousand and tens man you said two thousand to two thousand no that's when I was. That's when I was you, more you, most watching. You're a closet England fan mm. who you loved it when they picked that trophy up in two thousand and three. You were like, they're going, go England, go Johnny. Don't make me throw you out that window, because I'll do it. Yeah, okay. My question to you is, who is the most famous rugby player you've ever met, and what were they like? Um, Probably, well, one of the most famous rugby players, uh, Richie McCaw. I met Richie McCaw. That's pretty cool, eh? Yeah, I shook his hand. Yeah, yeah. It was like you know, like a big shovel that you shovel like snow and stuff. <laughs> it was like putting my little hand, like a chopstick, into this massive shovel. How old? Mm. How old were you at this? point? I was eighteen. Two, oh, well, that is very cool, isn't it? Eighteen. It was two thousand and one, two thousand and eleven World Cup. Yeah, down in Wellington, there was um, it was like the senior leadership of the all blacks the squad so there was yeah. you know Ma'anonu, there was did you just see them out <coughs> and about yeah or? they were going for dinner they'd just come from dinner we were walking along the harbour conrad smith there was daniel carter or was there daniel? i think he might have been injured actually at that point <laughs> <clears throat> yeah so it was a handshake and a sort of oh g'day and then i think there were quite a few people had seen 
you and run towards you. Yes. And then they happened and to also... And then they started kissing my hand and, oh, my God, you touched him. Oh, you're, you're so beautiful. And <laughs> so quite a few people had sort of swarmed. So he, he buggered off with everyone. I'm not sure whether I'd like that. So I, what? Him. You know, being Richie McCourt in New Zealand, that must be pretty tough. I've seen a quite a good video of a guy in a, like, petrol station who um, saw Rich McCaw and was like, he was, you know, loving it so much. And Richie was like, oh, my God. That, uh, really? You're the 100th person today that has done this to me. But, well, yeah, that, he, he does seem get. like a good that's bloke. I have actually met him. I played against him. I haven't played with him in reality. Um, but I have trained, and I'm sure I've told you the story already, I have trained against Joan Lomu. He's my guy well, that my dad coached up. against him. He coached against him, yeah. yeah. That would have been a tough old yeah. uh <laughs> Right coaches, let's talk about how we're gonna beat Jonah. <laughs> we can't beat Jonah. Well they were he was playing at Wesley College. Yes. And I think I think um Gisborne Boys High School beat them. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive, eh? Because yeah. he would have been playing eight as well. Yeah. Back in those days. Mate, I've got a great listener's question here. Hi, guys. Many thanks for the hard work and put on a fantastic podcast each week. I loved your comment last week that you felt the French were looking great for the Rugby World Cup 2023 and that after watching a few rounds of Super Rugby Unlocked, South Africa are still a force to be reckoned with. My question to you is, if the Rugby World Cup was held tomorrow, who would you feel would win it? Thanks again for a Bobby Dazzler of a podcast, Ben Page, Newbury, UK. I love how he used Bobby Dazzler. Loved it. What a guy. You should um, patent that. <laughs> Copyright. Um, so you've... France and England, we, we've both kind of agreed on that, haven't we? Yeah. You've crossed out New Zealand. Now, I've sort of said you can never count out New Zealand. They're always there or thereabouts. The funny thing is I did that before they played on the weekend. Right. So I crossed them out before they played on the weekend. Okay. I just think that France and England, South Africa, are ahead of us at the moment. And even though South Africa hasn't actually played any internationals, they'd have six weeks yeah. to build into the competition. I just don't think you can count, count us out. out. No, I agree. Um, if Argentina played the way that they did on the weekend, they would be in with a sniff. But they won't. No, they, no they'll be too inconsistent. And that's why, <clears throat> that's why I still think we'll win the Tri-Nations. Okay. I, I do agree with you that yeah. I think that Argentina, to get up to play the All Blacks after 13 months of no rugby yeah. is one thing. Yeah, but to do to it again. do it again against Australia is going to yeah. be really hard. And then again. And then again. Yes. Um, and it's a different comp. Teams can pull it out of anywhere. I know there's group stages and so on and so forth. You've got to get to that quarter semi. Okay, so so who do you think <coughs> would win if it was played tomorrow? If the final was played tomorrow, I think New Zealand would have half a chance if it was played tomorrow. I know that sounds ridiculous because I've just said we can't win. But you'd have to discount South Africa because they haven't played at all. No. I'm going to say it would probably be out of France and England. No. Nah, France and played, New Zealand. If it was played tomorrow. France and New Zealand. Okay. Okay. Who would win, France or New Zealand? It would be a draw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say if it was played, it started tomorrow, South Africa could win it. But I still think France... Probably a couple of years too early for them. You can never count out Ireland either. They're going. They're, they're going okay. Aren't they're they? going. I mean, they lost to France, but then we're picking France to win it. Yeah, you know okay. they'll be there or thereabouts. So you think it's going to be a draw in the final, New Zealand v France? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say England won't get out of the group stage again. For South Africa would win it if it was started tomorrow, and they'd have five weeks to train. Then they had the warm-up games. Then they would hit that final running again. No question for me. No questions. You have no faith. You're not a Kiwi. <laughs> we're over to the last section of the podcast, mate. And What's we're that? looking at play of the week. Oh, I haven't done that. 
You don't need to do it, though. You know who your player of the week is. Oh, I do. Of course you do. There's only one, isn't there? Oh. Who is your player of the week? Pablo Matera. Why? Um, the passion. Love the passion. That we saw. Uh, he, I don't think he put a foot wrong. No. I can't remember no. him doing anything. Can't no. remember him missing a tackle. Can't remember him missing a line out. Can't remember him doing anything badly in that game. He almost had a rich, Richie-esque sort of performance. He, he made turnovers at critical C- times. Critical times. It, made yeah. good decisions tactically yeah. as well. Yeah. I've got a couple more to throw into the mix. I um I thought Bosch was excellent for in the Super Rugby. He's been playing well. Unlocked. He showed an attacking flair that I liked. And Damien Villensum, again, I spoke about him, was again absolutely awesome for the Stormers. I thought that the whole of Super Rugby Unlocked has really surprised me. I thought after about two rounds, it was just going to be boring rugby. Well, this that's what great. we kind of thought with the Australian yeah, one. Again, I think Australia took, took quite a long time to get going, though. Yeah, but they still got going. They and got we going, thought, yeah. We thought they were going to be the next best thing, didn't we? But you have also overlooked a number of other Argentinian players. For example, Montoya at two was amazing. But you also have not given Nicolas Sanchez enough credit. No, The man no, no, no. did you... score every point for the Argentinians. Did he? He scored every point. Scored the try, kicked the goals, did the works, mate. Did they only score one try? Yes. Village. <laughs> he missed one kick. Okay, so my play of the week, or player of the week, is uh, Nicolas Sanchez. But also, the play of the week has to be the Argentinian defence. Yeah, they were class. Have you ever seen a defence like that? No. And Up I don't... in your face, quick. Brutal. I can remember um, Adi Sevilla breaking a tackle right near the end of the game. But that's about it. I did think Hosking Satutu, when he came on, made a difference. Yeah. He he should have scored, actually. He should have scored. Off the back of that scrum, and he passed it. Well, the pass was on, though. Just didn't go to to anyone. But he could have gone himself. Yeah, he could have. He could have, mate. So the last thing to talk about is next year's Super Rugby format. And it is very interesting. And this is a little bit thanks to Razzler Dazzler, who sent this through. So the Super Rugby AU competition will happen like it did this year. And Super Rugby Aotearoa will happen. The difference will be they will then go into a Trans-Tasman competition. Everyone, Every Australian team will play the New Zealand teams once and then there'll be a final at the end. So you're going to have Super Rugby AU champion, Super Rugby Aotearoa champion and then you'll have a Trans-Tasman champion. So that'll be very, very interesting. I think the reason why they've done this is because if COVID hits, you can still play your home competitions and you could scrap the Trans-Tasman comp or you could play the whole thing in one country. Yeah. But I think the most exciting thing is that they're doing a Super Saturday where they're all going to play in one location. Class. So, you know, you could go and watch multiple games over the weekend, which would be pretty cool. Be like a sevens kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. I think think so. Good idea. Good idea. I mean, even the, the, the rugby on the weekend, it was good to see, although it wasn't a full stadium. Yeah. Just shows there's there was enough people to go and make it a decent spectacle, yeah. wasn't there? So, yeah, look forward to it, mate. I'm looking forward. It's February. Not too far away. Super rugby It'll again. It'll be good. <laughs> It'll be good. <laughs> so that's it, mate. That's it for another week. As always, it's been a pleasure spending some time with you. Hey, that's the only reason why I do it, mate. Just spend time with you. Don't believe a word you're bloody saying. <laughs> look, you got a huge smile on your face. He's lying, everyone. He's lying. 
Anyway, uh, next week we've got obviously some more international rugby. Yes. Hopefully we'll see Fiji play. That'll be good. I hope so. Argentina to play Australia. Who are you going to be? Yeah. Who are you going to be supporting? Uh, I'm I'm not going to support anyone. I'm going to go for the Argies. Are you? Yeah. I kind of hope Australia win. <laughs> you can't say. I, I won't be supporting anyone. Oh. Because of Australia. Oh. It'll be a good game for a neutral. Yeah, I think it will be a good game for a neutral. But anyway, yes. until next time. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply